0: Entrepreneur on Fire, 685.
1: If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire
0: with your host, John Lee Dumas. Designing a logo for your business shouldn't hold you up. Choose from dozens of options in just seven days when you visit 99designs.com slash fire. You'll also get a $99 power pack of services free. All the benefits of a professional phone system wherever you are. That's evoice. Go to evoice.com, sign up for your free trial, and enter promo code FIRE for an additional $5 off per month. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guests today, Uncle Paul and Mr. Book. Uncle Paul, Mr. Book, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uncle Paul and Mr. Book are co-owners of Per Book Publishing and the author-illustrator team responsible for the Even Series, a picture book series that helps kids bond with their parents and enables them to understand and tackle the tough toddler issues of today. Uncle Paul, Mr. Book, I have given Fire Nation just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business.
2: Yeah, well, I'll start. This is Mr. Book. Just to let you know, I'm the illustrator of our first book, which is Even Poop Has a Purpose and Many Books to Come. Uh, I have a passion for drawing, and I think like a toddler, so it all kind of really just synced up as soon as uh, <laughs> I got with Paul and this uh this this publishing company and this experience has just been fantastic
1: yeah mr books been uh, he 's been quite quite an illustrator for me and quite a resource because uh, you know we met as professionals in our in our day jobs and uh, realized that we shared the same dream and the same passion of children 's literature. And, um, I came in one time and, uh, read him a, a poem that I had written the night before, just a silly, goofy children's poem. And he looked up and he said, Hey, you know, that's a children's book that I'd love to illustrate for you. And, uh, you know, the rest is history, I guess.
0: So let's do a little more deep dive into your actual first interactions and how this even fleshed out. Because I know there's a lot of listeners, you guys, that are going to their day job and they're interacting with their coworkers. And, you know, maybe they're just kind of blind to opportunities because they're just in that day-to-day drudgery. Well, you guys kept your eyes open. You kept the opportunities abound and something happened. So kind of break into that a little bit.
1: Mr. Book and I both work in, in the advertising industry. And so it's naturally a creative place. Yeah. And, you know, there's people all around that have different skills. And, you know, I found that a lot of them actually have side businesses. And, um, you know, I I guess, I guess for me, it was just a matter of, you know, getting exposed and, and realizing that someone else out there shared the same dream. And I actually had lost it for a while. I, I was so, like you said, so, so into the day-to-day that, that I'd forgotten that it was a passion of mine. And... I, I think, you know, Mr. Book is just a, he's a silly, goofy guy and uh, he brings it out of me sometimes. And I was lucky enough to be paired up with him, um, you know, as a copywriter, art director team. And, you know, we, um, you know, after, after about two and a half years of working together, we we realized we shared the same, uh, same goal, which was just fascinating. It was like lightning. Yeah. And I think uh, after we started talking
2: and uh, like, Like Uncle Paul said, very creative roles. However, sometimes when you get into the day to day grind, you start to lose that spark, that enthusiasm. But when we started talking, when we started talking about, you know, our dreams, our aspirations, that's when we would start uh, realizing that there is an opportunity to do something more than just what we're doing. And that's when the idea for the children's book and all that we started feeling the excitement when we started talking about it. So the next steps after that logically were, okay, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a husband of a father of three, I'm on a sh- uh, Your husband, type, your husband of three. I'm a husband of three <laughs> and a father of a wife. Um, <laughs> but on a shoestring budget, what could we do, and could we make this dream a reality? So we realized, at least in my world, the biggest obstacle to overcome was time—was finding the time to be able to live this out. And after we started discussing it through uh, different uh, avenues, we we found Kickstarter. Uh, we found, you know, different connections that we had to help kind of get this off the ground. We were able to do it with minimal investment, uh, and continue to maintain total creative control, which was really important to us. Right.
0: So, I mean, it's just inspiring to hear the journey that you guys have been on and how you came together and you both fit that different piece of the pie that was necessary to really make that team work, so to speak, and now to have great teamwork, and here you are now. And guys, that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. It's about telling stories, telling journeys, making connections so that our listeners, Fire Nation, can take their lives to the next level and be following their passions, their goals, dreams, and desires. So, we're going to dive a little more into your journey in a minute here, guys, but before before we do, we always start with a success quote, and Paul, I know you have one for us, so take it away.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, a long time ago in my career, I was uh, just a young copywriter, and I was working for an advertising agency that did all of the Ford vehicle uh, advertising. And and Alan Mulally, who at the at the time was president uh, and CEO of Ford, he came over and he started talking to us, and and something he had said. Um, it just rang true with me. And what he had said was that when wisdom becomes conventional, it's time to change because a lot of what he was talking about was that you don't want to follow the flow. It's, it's very good to be disruptive and to be honest because people will respond to, to the disruption in their life and they're going to respond to integrity. And so honesty and disruption, but at the end of the day, it's all about conventional wisdom just because something's been done the way that it's always been done doesn't mean you should continue to do it that way and to me that's that's just rang true and and you know some people have doubted us and some people have said well that's you know it's going to be tough to do but um you know that conventional wisdom of you can't do it just it it's it doesn't it it doesn't even phase me anymore
0: in Fire Nation, one way I like to put this personally is that you need to be zigging when other people are zagging. You know, Warren Buffett puts it so great as well with investing: is that when there's people being greedy, you need to be cautious, and then when everybody's being cautious, it's time to be greedy. You always want to be going against the crowd. You want to be in that blue ocean strategy, not swimming in that red ocean with all the sharks, so to speak. So, guys, let's talk journey. Let's talk about a couple stories, you guys write books. You tell stories. And that's what I want to be really focused on right now. So tell me a story, guys, of a time that you failed in this entrepreneurial journey. And what were the lessons you learned?
1: A failure, Mr. Book. I don't know. Why don't you? uh, uh Yeah, I could probably start
2: that <laughs> one up. Uh, there have been multiple failings that uh, Uncle Paul m- have been Has been privy to and also has not. And what that has to do is the technology side of things. Now, being a a two-man group here, (laughs) we had to shoulder a lot of different hats. Uh, We realized with a shoestring budget, just to be able to get this off the ground, we had to figure a lot of things out, and we had to figure it out uh, quickly. Uh, A big part of that was the technology that goes behind the idea of we knew that it wasn't just books that we had to do, but if we wanted to be competitive, that we also had to incorporate uh, digital versions, iBooks, uh, Kindle, Kindle, yeah, yeah, Nook. Everything had to be kind of taken into consideration. And what I quickly found is it's not as easy as just illustrating, uh, creating on Photoshop and using the Adobe Creative Suite and then voila, it just goes on onto an iPad or a Kindle what i realized is there was a lot of coding that went into that so right off the bat i must have went through 25 different versions of the ipad book uh, that we had created and failed miserably multiple times until I had one of those aha moments. And it was a line of code, and it's nothing amazing here, but I had to kind of teach myself new coding languages. I had a background in it somewhat, but not enough to take on what I was about to. So I fell on my face a uh, hundred times over. Paul and I remember <laughs> conversations being like, well, maybe we just don't do the digital right. <laughs> thing. And it's like, no, I I have this thing about me where I don't allow myself to fail. And the idea of failing just drives me nuts. So it would be till like 5am, 6am in the morning. And mind you, once again, uh, husband and father first. So I would put the kids to bed, spend some time with my wife. And by that time, it's like 1030. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm going through 1000s of lines of code. And at one one time, it was just one line of code, I couldn't get this thing to work. And then finally, after just almost giving up, it, it just happened. And the next day I came in and that the digital version of our book was a reality. And it was it was
1: pretty amazing. And I, I think too, um, we had a digital version before we had a paperback version as well. So uh, a lot of getting ready for what, what it is that we were trying to accomplish and what it is that we were trying to launch uh, was all surrounded by this, this digital version. And um, to me, I think... I was the most excited about that because I actually saw the words literally coming off the page and being spoken to me, you know, that I had written in my living room a few months before. And, um, you know, I think while there were a lot of failures and for me to answer that question really quickly, it was, um, learning how to do taxes as a business. That was probably the hardest and most uh, difficult thing. But, um, you know, I, I think that, that at the end of the day, the, the the child that smiles and the you know the the mom that says oh i have your book and i read it to my kid every night or you know that, that to me is worth all those those hours and that we're not getting paid for. You know, I mean, those are all, all things that entrepreneurs have to deal with. It's not it's not billable time. It's time away from the people that you love and the people that you you actually are doing this for. And sleep. And time sleep. Away <laughs> <from> sleep <yeah. laughs>
0: Let's not underestimate the importance and the power of Sleep Fire Nation. And right. <laughs> what I love, Uncle Paul and Mr. Book, that you guys are talking about is that you just committed. You committed to doing what it took to make it happen and to learn And there's a process that a lot of entrepreneurs go through, and you guys didn't specifically touch upon this point, but I think it's very important to kind of share this with Fire Nation because this is all something you want to be thinking about, guys, as you're going through your process. You know, number one, you invest in yourself, whether that be courses or whether that be literature or a book, you know, something that is teaching you exactly what you're looking to learn. And I'm sure, Mr. Book, you went through a lot of different courses or whatever that was, YouTube videos to try to learn exactly how to get that digitally correct. And then you learn, you go through that learning process, you invest in yourself, you get the right materials, you learn, And then so many people don't take that next step, which is, and then you can turn around if you want to and teach and actually show other people how to do it and say, wow, it took me forever to do this, but I've been taking notes and now I understand it. This is the process and this is how we do it. And so there's just a lot of opportunities there and there's a lot of lights at the end of the tunnel, not just actually accomplishing it, but then being able to turn around and share with others. And guys, let's move forward into another story. And you're both great storytellers. It's obvious why you're doing so well. So let's keep it there with, my, with that telling story format. And this time, share with us an aha moment, a light bulb that's gone off. So maybe Uncle Paul, you start this time. Share with us a light bulb that's gone off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story and the steps that you and Mr. Book took to turn it into success.
1: To back up just a little bit, you know, w- when we started doing this, neither one of us knew anything about publishing or, you know, we were, we were looking for someone to sort of, I don't want to say hold our hands, but we didn't know what we were doing. And so I started reaching out to some of my contacts and luckily I had a, um, I went to high school, uh, I went to a high school where uh, Dave Coulier, actually of Full House, fan, oh, yeah. uh, where he went to high school in in, uh, in the Detroit, Michigan area. And I am actually connected with him on LinkedIn and I reached out to him and said, hey, I know you're involved in children's books and the Scooby-Doo and all that other good stuff that goes on, you know, in the world of Dave Coulier. And he got back to me that, that night and he said, you know, um, I personally can't do anything to help you right now, but here's some advice that he gave me. And, um, you know, from that. I, I started, I think my biggest aha moment is that people are there to help you. They want to see you succeed and they're excited about the creative process. And so while in the past I might've been afraid to reach out to someone that sort of made me realize, you know what, there's no one wants me to fail, you know, and, and, and the people that, that do say negative things are only doing it because they're, they're, I mean, it's, it's the truth is they're just jealous of the fact that they haven't taken those steps. And so my aha moment was, you know what, this is a person that has had success in the entertainment industry, and he has confidence in me and says, you know what, I love the idea. I love the fact that you guys are doing this. I love the fact that it's a fellow alumni, Um, you know, and he said, just keep at it. He said, let me know when you guys get things going. And, um, you know, I uh, actually plan on reaching out to him again at some point soon just to kind of give him an update.
0: Love that. Now, Mr. Book, go ahead and take over. Sure,
2: Uh, mine doesn't necessarily speak to the journey we went through with the book. However, this is more of a life lesson that I went through when I when I graduated college. I graduated uh, into restaurant management, which is very creative. I mean, you you wouldn't believe how creative putting that 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 to work. (laughs) Um, uh, One of the most thankless jobs. God bless all
1: those people (laughs) who do
2: it, so I don't have to. But what I realized at some point is a year after being there, I I finished my commitment. Commitment's very important to me. But I realized that I was miserable. Um, I realized everybody around me was miserable because of me being miserable. And I also realized that I had no chance for success. I could have done the status quo. I could have continued to have an effective career. Uh, however, I was never going to be successful. And at some moment when I realized that w- one of the people I report to was was going through all sorts of personal problems and he was miserable as well, I'm, I'm like, this could be my future. And what I did at that point is I kind of turned it all around. I'm like, what do I want to do? And the answer was, I, I love art. I love drawing. I love illustration. And I was good at it. And I was convinced that I could succeed by by following what I love to do. And I found quickly, as soon as I got into it, I went back into school, I dropped everything. I was making a great salary. You know, life was turning out great, but I just dropped it all and went right into college and went in for graphic design and 3D animation, all these things that were amazing. I found that when I truly loved it and when I was really excited about what I did, that I instantly started succeeding at it. Against all adversity, I mm-hmm. went from nothing to get a very fruitful career that allowed me to express my uh, creativity in so many ways. And this is just another manifestation of that attitude. It's how excited, how fun, how much enjoyment I get out of this that I I have no doubt that we'll be able to succeed continuing into the future. Yeah.
0: So, Fire Nation, what I just love from these stories, and this is a very consistent theme, guys, throughout Entrepreneur Fire interviews, is that so often... My guests have their failures, their lowest moments, their least successful ventures when they don't follow their intuition, when they're not following their gut, when it's so obvious that what they're doing day in and day out is not their authentic self. And on the flip side, those aha moments, those inspirations, those light bulbs start going off when they do actually start following that intuition that is their innate guiding them. And I just love how, Mr. Book, you get into that and how all of a sudden you were able to flip the switch and now you're waking up in the morning fired up about what lay ahead of you and that is such a game changer. And so, Uncle Paul, Mr. Book, let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about today because you have a lot of cool things going on, but I want you to take a second here and share with Fire Nation the one thing that has each of you most fired up right now.
2: What's great is that I haven't seen uh, Uncle Paul in a while, so yeah. he's come down from Florida. <laughs> come up from Florida. Yeah. Come up from Florida. So what I'm most excited about is we are going to be kicking off our second book in the series, yeah. And that's the discussions start right after this interview. Yes, as soon as
1: we're over, as soon as this is over, we're we're diving into the next book. And um, wow, you know, Mister Mister Book is right. I we we have a little bit of a struggle because you know I work I work and live in Miami, Florida. And he works and lives in the Detroit, Michigan area. And so um, a lot of what we do is over telephone or over email. And, you know, that can get really impersonal. And, you know, I I was able to to take some time off and come up here and, and, you know, really uh, sort of try to dive in and, um, you know, get the, get the next book off the ground. I think, uh, you know, we're excited. I've, I've got about three, three or four other ideas for other books and some of them are, are written and some of them are, you know, in the process of, and, um, you know, we're, we're realizing that, that when we started this, this business and when we started everything, you know, we launched everything all at the same time, a website, a business, um, a charitable, uh, portion of of our business, say um, you know the book, the ebook, we launched everything at the same time, and so we needed a cooling off period. And you know, in during that time, we got our social media up a little bit. You know, we started looking into um, you know how do we how do we get this book out there? What are some cool things that we can do? And so now we're we're ready to to get back into it. You know, sort of as as much as I, I, I hesitate to say full time, but. You know, we're we're really going to get back into it, and um, you know, try to get our next book out within the next. uh, I think we're going to try before the end of the the year um, to get things done. Um, So, I mean, as far as present time goes, that's that's the exciting part for me as well. Yeah, because when it comes down to it, the creation of the books, where we
2: sit down and we talk about the ideas, and we, what's nice is my kids will be around, so we can bounce the (laughs) ideas off of our target audience. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you <I'm> know,
2: <laughs> to see what type of response we get um that this is this is what it's all about this is what got us excited it's not necessarily the financials it's not a, all that well, stuff it's not, that we it's learned not, the nah, not <laughs> at all there's nothing fun there for us necessarily it was a necessary <laughs> evil but this is the exciting time yeah. this is what it, what gets me geeked like the the first like book, the, the first disca- yeah, yeah, right. absolutely yeah. the first The first discussion we had when it came to even poop as a purpose, I still remember sitting around... Getting all excited about it. Now we get to do that all again. Yeah, tonight. that was on company so.
1: time
0: too, wasn't it? What? Yeah. Hey, whoa, hey. hey we're, nope, we're not allowed to say that. We only have a couple listeners if you <laughs> consider 829,000 unique <laughs> listeners just last month. So I'm sure the word was, is safe with Fire Nation. And oh, oh, yeah. Uncle Paul and Mr. Book, we're about to enter the lightning round. But all before right. we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom it affords me, the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about, and the freedom to be truly location independent, with the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled out in advance. So I never skip a beat and engage via email with partners to ensure everything is running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone, making it easy to stay in touch when it's most important. So whether you're on a tropical vacation or spending the week in the mountains with your family, You'll always have the ability to be in touch if you want to be. Right now, you can try eVoice free for 30 days, plus get a special discount of $5 off every month forever. Go to eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. There's a reason why businesses keep increasing their social media presence. Studies show that 73% of American adults use social media sites. What's the status of your social media page design? On Facebook, Twitter, Google+, or any of your other accounts, remember that your profile picture, cover image, and background images are all opportunities to communicate your brand. If your business looks less interesting on social media than it is in real life, it's time to get some updated designs. The pros at 99designs can help. You can get vibrant designs to create a cohesive look and feel across all your social media pages in under a week. Social media pages that have appealing visuals are much more more likely to be shared. So definitely feel free to ask the designers at 99designs for out-of-the-box concepts. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Uncle Paul, Mr. Book, welcome to the Lightning Rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: We're, we're in, in. We're in. Well, Uncle
0: Paul, what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Fear. I watched my father fail at, at being an entrepreneur and um you know that was it was a scary thing because I knew that I was in charge of everything and, and that was a scary thing.
0: Mr. Book, what is the best advice you've ever received?
1: The best advice I ever
2: received uh, was probably from my father. And that was, if you want people to follow you, you have to be the man that they would look up to. So I make sure that I treat people with respect. I make sure that I treat people who I deal with on a day-to-day basis, uh, understanding that I need them. And one day they
1: may need me
0: again. Love it. Uncle Paul, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success.
1: I try to stay stay childlike. You know, to be honest with you, I think that somewhere along the lines, the world tried to, or excuse me, somewhere along the line, uh, the world tried to take my box of crayons away and I refused to give it up.
0: Love that. I feel like that happens to every single person as they start to grow older and- it's a tragedy because, you know, it's the real creative juice. Like when do we get embarrassed about dancing? You know, I go to these weddings and I see these five, six year olds just spinning around in circles, having so much fun. And then like the nine, 10, 12 year olds, you know, all of a sudden it's awkward for them. They don't want to get on that dance floor. Like, like when do we like get this, you know, being nervous and awkward and creativity being taken away? When is that heaped upon us, Fire Nation? And when do we reclaim that? So I love, I love that. Mr. Book, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with? You can share with our listeners.
2: To be honest with you, the entire interwebs <laughs> is my playground. <laughs>
0: interwebs.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, the record, the recording device on my uh, on my smartphone is probably my best friend. Because the thing is, is that. These ideas hit me, and whenever these concepts or thoughts about how, whether I'm laying out a page or whether it's just an idea to kind of to kind of supplement something else that we have going on, I have to have that ready to record. And a lot of times it's not in a situation where I have time to type it out or write it down. So understanding that inspiration hits me in it at any moment in time, I want to make sure that I have that uh, that recorder ready to go.
0: Uncle Paul, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, and of course every poop has a purpose will be in the show notes page already. What would you recommend?
1: Well, to be honest with you, um, and I know it, it, it might be a little self-serving, but there's a book called Storyscaping, and it is it's about um creating worlds and not ads anymore. It's a, it's this shift in in how advertisers and marketers and CEOs and businessmen and <laughs> You know, anyone that has a, a a business in general, it's a shift in how you look at your consumers. It's not about throwing ads at them and and what what it calls story yelling. Um, it's actually about allowing a person to live as they see fit within the story that is your brand, and it it talks about how um, you know the brand should be a mentor for someone to to live. To to not only live their life, but live their life better because of whatever product or whatever brand you you are providing to them. So it's called storyscaping.
0: Storyscaping. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Uncle Paul, Mr. Book, I'll let you two fight over the next question because it is a doozy and the last one of the lightning rounds. (laughs) Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What do you do in the next seven days?
2: Step one is I will find a great coffee place with a bottomless coffee cup and free Wi Fi to bring my laptop to. That's the easy part. Man. Yeah, I know. Um, Go.
1: But I would figure out what everyone is doing so that I can do the opposite thing. There you go. Yeah, that's. that's I love that. That's yeah. my whole thing about in life. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, I think sometimes I just try to. You'll find your box of crayons. Yeah, and, I do. You know, I that. do things just to get a reaction out of people. Uh, most of my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm similar in a lot of ways, guys. And listen, let's just end with that. When you're right. zigging, they are zagging. And thank yes. you both for being so inspiring, so open and honest. And just thank you for not letting those people, whoever those people are, take away your box of crayons because those are your crayons. And give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with the two of you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: All right. Well, real quick, I do want to give a a, um, a a shout out to the Colon Cancer Alliance. We partnered with them, and we donate one dollar for every book sold to the Colon Cancer Alliance. So we're not we're not greedy entrepreneurs or money hungry people. You know, love it. Um, yeah, we we wanted to partner with them, and so um, you know that that's touched both of our lives. Actually, colon cancer and cancer in general. Uh, so we wanted to do something that was good uh, while we were doing something that was fun. Um, let's see. One parting. I would say, I mean,
2: to kinda of go back to what you said before is don't don't lose the kid inside of yeah. you. I mean, honestly, love what you do and just have fun with yeah. it. And you
1: will succeed. I mm-hmm. try to do something childlike every day. Mm-hmm. And you succeed. At least at least once an hour actually. <laughs> he's,
0: picking,
2: he's picking his nose right now. Oh it's yummy.
0: Super- I'm actually gonna go do some somersaults in the sand as soon as this it. interview yeah. is over. And listen, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you are hanging out with myself, Uncle Paul, and Mr. Book. So your average age just dropped by about 30 years. No worries, though.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, check us out on evenseries.com, just like how it sounds E V E N S E R I E S dot com, even series. And um, I think. Uh, you can actually you can email us right from there too, as well, if you guys have any other questions for Mr. Book or yeah. Uncle Paul. We have some great pictures of us as children on there um, and I think uh yeah. oh, Mr. Book, what else uh? yeah, reach us on Facebook
2: if you have oh, any yeah. questions at any time, I mean we're more than willing to help spread any information. All the steps that we took to become a a publishing company there's a lot of complications and hiccups along the way. Uh, I'd be more than happy to discuss, yep. you know, the technicalities, anything that uh similar companies are facing at this time.
1: Yep. All the uh all all the usual suspects, Facebook, Twitter, um, our website, I think we're both on LinkedIn. Um you know, we inv- we invite any uh, questions, comments, concerns, or anything anyone wants to yell at us about.
0: <laughs> Love it, guys. Well, Uncle Paul and Mr. Book, thank you for being so incredibly generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Thank you. Fire Nation, ready to learn two super podcasting hacks that 99% of podcasters are not doing that will set you head and shoulders above the rest? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week at podcastersparadise.com.